Um, hello, my friends. Good evening. Well, I would say good morning since it's two o'clock, almost three o'clock. Um, but well, I wanted to do my daily talk. This is the first episode. It's basically where I sit here, go look up things on the internet that aren't too hot, and see what there is. Now, I'm tired. My videos tend to be very slow, and there's a lot of uninteresting parts in it, but I'm sort of just going through right now. Hmm. What is there? I have my, I'm on my Twitter account right now, on my sort of political Twitter account. Hmm. Okay, here's Rainbow Six Siege. Rainbow Six Siege, I play a lot, okay? I play maybe once every day for the last two years. Now, that's a lot of playtime. Like, that's a crap ton of playtime. Uh, I usually don't play it all day. Sometimes I'll play it for, like, an hour. Other times I've played it all day, but I don't usually don't do it all the time. But... There's a lot of problems I've noticed in it. And these problems a lot of people already know about. If you're a video gamer and you play this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you play Rainbow Six Siege, um, there's going to be things that piss you off. Like, for example, DDoSing. DDoSing... We had a one, uh, a f- I had one a few matches ago, but it affected both teams really bad. And it worked in our favor, and we knew none of us were doing it since we're all good friends and we were in a five stack. We were in high gold plat range, which is another thing I would like to talk about. But, yeah. DDoSing, there is really nothing nobody can do besides, like, in Ubisoft. Besides, like, get better detection software, which I know is pretty hard to do. But, yeah. Hmm. And another thing is is that there's no easy way to report cheaters. Like, I want to report cheaters, but I don't want to do it in-game manually. I don't want to click report cheater, like when I see a mouse and keyboard, or I get encountered by a DDoS, or... I don't want to have to deal with that. I want to like actually submit a video clip in, but there's no easy way to do that. I haven't even found a way to easily do that. It's literally all just me sitting there looking it up and not actually being able to do anything. Now, the, we got mouse and keyboard. Now, this is a PS4 exclusive issue. Um, maybe on Xbox. I've heard there's a lot of that on there. Um, But... There's a lot of mouse and keyboards. Now everybody just going, oh, mouse and keyboard is fair. It's fair. Well, nope, it's not, unfortunately. I think the number one reason why teams win is because they have one guy on the other team that's mouse and keyboard. And I've had it on my team, too. To where there's just these people. They're like hardcore tryhards. And they're smurfs. And... Since they suck worse than everybody else on controller, 
what they do is go and mouse and keyboard. Now, some people do this just to say that they've been a diamond when they literally earned it in any way, shape, or form. Because, in my experiences, controller players, they can't flick around. They can't immediately turn behind them. If you have a mouse and keyboard, the mouse and keyboard can flip around like three times faster than a controller player would. Even if the controller player is playing like with a hundred sensitivity. It's nearly impossible. And so you're at that disadvantage. Even if you do react to them first, you as a controller player... You can't control recoil good, so you might miss a few shots. That's one really big thing. Then you got, like, actual movement times. Because, on average, let's say this mouse and keyboard player is playing Vigil. Now, Vigil, he's an operator that people play a lot. And he's the first operator that pops into my mind when I think of mouse and keyboarders. Since they always decide to play Vigil. I don't know why, but they just do. But it's sort of hard to explain. Let's say um, there's a Vigil. He's mousing keyboard and he's on the other team. You go up to him with, let's say, Capitao. And his really slow fire ray gun. The first shot you take, it doesn't even have to hit him. Even if you do hit him, he will flick on your head faster than you can even see him do that. You cannot react whatsoever as a controller player. Even if you do know somebody's to the left of you or the right of you, even if you know they're there, if they have mouse and keyboard, the likeliness of them winning that gunfight is extraordinarily high like that's almost a guarantee of them winning the gunfight just because you can also do crouch spamming now crouch spamming is another one of my things that i have written down on my list it's it's not so much with a, a problem when you're playing like a regular controller like the crouch or circle but people specialize their controllers just to crouch spam like they have scuff controllers they like math like they turn their button assignments and stuff like that and they do all that weird stuff just so they can crouch spam. Now, crouch spam just uh, has two major issues. One, when they're crouch spamming and just leaning everywhere, they're going everywhere, you are not even going to have time to flick on them. This is another thing. Like, for example, um, if you have a crouch spammer and a mouse and keyboard, which happens 90% of the time since uh, keyboard, you can constantly crouch spam without any button modifications or anything like that. So it's very easy to do it on that. So more than likely, if they're using mouse and keyboard, they're going to have the crouch spamming aspect in there as well. So when you have a vigil that's crouch spamming around the map, using mouse and keyboard that can have reaction times... I wouldn't say reaction times. I would say better capabilities of beating other other um, enemies. It's just going to end up with them climbing the ranks to ranks they wouldn't deserve. Now, 
if you stuck these same mouse and keyboard players into, let's say, actual PC to where everybody is using mouse and keyboard, they probably wouldn't get the copper. Okay, they probably wouldn't even barely be ranked. They would be at the lowest level of copper. But that's where, like, that's why everybody says that a um a PC copper is equivalent to a PS4 platinum because that's the that's the truth. It's because PS4 players don't have the muscle memory, and the reaction times, and the ability even to play like mouse and keyboards. It's just the way it works. Even though consoles made for gaming, PC has a way different aspects. Now, another thing is, is hacking. Hacking, I'm writing this down as I go, just got addressed on the Rainbow Six Siege Twitter account. They're, they just released their entire plan of how they've been going about hacking and stuff like that. And I've read some of it. I didn't get time to read all of it. But to me, it seemed pretty solid. They are making progress because the number of cheaters banned by BattleEye has been going up. And the numbers of cheating cheaters in, in matches have been going down. So that's good. Another thing, another thing is, is that the ranking system. The ranking system isn't perfect. It's, it's, it's weird. See, I like the ranking system in a way, but at the same time, things could be improved. Like, for example, I used to solo queue a lot. And I used to get, like, mm, I would say 12 to 15 kills a game was my average. Because I didn't have a team to rank myself with the gold. Once you get into gold, that where is where the struggle begins for a solo player. Since you do not have a team and almost everybody in gold is most of the time... In uh, like a four or five stack. Sometimes even three. And it's hard to. Like get yourself up to that stance. If you don't have a team. Communication. Is like. Like a really big thing. In Rainbow Six Siege. It's like. It's like the most, most important part. Even if you're a bad player, like let's say you drop a donut every game, is if you have good communication, teams will love you. They will always keep you. Because even though you might not get a kill, when you're able to reliably relay information to all your other teammates of where the enemy is, that's good. Like for example, me, I'm not really good at communication, but... It's better than having nothing. So when you're playing with a bunch of uh, randoms that sometimes don't even know how to the basics of the game. They've just been carried up there. Or you're playing with people who don't listen, who don't have mics. It's going to be a struggle because you're stuck to playing either team-based operators because your teammates won't play them. Or when they do play those team-based operators, they don't listen to you in the first place. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. Let's say you have a Thermite, and one of your teammates picks Thatcher. 
If that Thatcher does not Thatcher a wall, he's almost completely useless. He could have went somebody like Sophia or Ash as a fragger. But just having a Thatcher is different than actually playing Thatcher. And that's and that's where communication comes in. So then you can like um counter bandit tricking, you can counter Miras, you can counter Cade tricking, which is a little bit harder. You can counter a lot of things with communication. So that just puts you at a massive disadvantage. And yeah. But how that leads into the ranking system is that when you lose a match, like I said, when I get 12 to 15 kills a game, when I lose ELO, I lose 40 ELO. But when I win a game, I gain 80 ELO. And I had I didn't know why that was until I found out it was basing basing it upon my actual skill. Now, the thing that I noticed that I thought was really weird is that one day I I've always played the same like twelve to fifteen kills that I've been playing like that for about mm, six months now, and before that I would always get up to eight at least. Unless I'm having like a really, really bad night. And when we were playing, I realized that my ELO, the ELO I was gaining, kept going down. But the ELO I was losing kept staying the same. It was like it was like 40 to 50 ELO. But the ELO I was gaining always went down by a couple points. And I started to notice that. I don't know why. But... You know... I don't, like, there's not a single reason why I could think of that. Like, I just recently started playing with a communicated team. I don't know if it's, like, something to do with that, that I'm playing with a communicated team. So it just finds, like, it less rewarding since communication is such a big thing. Or something like that. But, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, those are the small things that confuse me. I wish they would come out with a thing to tell us exactly how all ELO, how you got ELO, ooh, like, and all that stuff like that. How, what exactly would happen. And another thing is MMR for the MMR rollback. You get it for, uh, like, other players. When I play against a mouse and keyboard or a DDoSer and I report them and they get banned, I want my MMR back. They do it for cheaters, like blatant cheaters on PC, but they don't do it for us, console players. I've never had it happen before, besides once, and I only got five MMR. And I remember the game, why? I had lost my usual 40 to 50 MMR. And, see, when I play against a mouse and keyboard, or a DDoSer, I want my ELO back. That's just, that's the blatant simple. Unless they're not, just not banning mouse and keyboard players, or DDoSers in general, which I know they are. It's like, why should I have to suffer? Like, I understand... That they usually only do MMR rollback on PC. I don't know why it's only on PC. Well, in large amounts anyways. 
Because I have two friends that play on PC that don't play on PS4. And they tell me that every time they play against a cheater, like when we're talking about cheating issues, they say every time they play against like a DDoSer, they don't have they have mouse and keyboard, everybody's playing it so it's fair. But when they have DDoSers, they always get their MMR back. And they explain to me in depth like how like my friends they gain like uh thirty to fifty MMR around the game is my good estimate from what they've told me. And they usually gain eighty MMR. So every time they play against a cheater, a like a cheater or a DDoSer, they're gaining more ELO than they lost in the first place. If but that just brings me back to my original thing. Why did I only get five MMR? For playing against a cheater. Because it said it was a cheater. And cheating is DDoSing. And mouse and keyboard. But if I lose. 40-50 ELO. I want to gain that 40-50 ELO back. I don't want five, just 5 ELO. That does nothing for me. At all. But. I mean. To me it's just sad. I mean the game. I've played since Skull Rain, which was in year one. It was season three of year one. I've been playing ever since then. This game has been taken to such an extensive level of greatness. When I played it, Toxicity played game. Even on PS4, hackers played the game. I would get two or three hackers every like month, which was pretty bad. Especially for PS4, since people had to put so much effort to cheat on PS4. Then you got the pure glitches, like the harmonic glitch. Like, when you would shoot your pellets, then the pellets just wouldn't do anything. They would just sit there. And you couldn't do anything with those Habana pellets. Well, now, you don't have a hard reacher. And it was sad. And then you have... Like mouse and keyboard. Now mouse and keyboard at the time wasn't really bad. Since people didn't realize the magnitude. And how good you could get with it. And how good of advantage it brought. Uh, DDoSing wasn't really a thing. But. I think DDoSing mouse and keyboard. Has filled the place of toxicity. And team killing. But I would rather have. Like toxicity and team killing. Than like actual cheaters in my game. So, yeah. Mm. Another thing is... Is that... When I play this game... There's a lot of strategies. Um, Yeah. I'm gonna make an, an entire episode on strategies after this. That I think is really important. And, like, basic things about Rainbow Six Siege... So, I will talk to y'all later. This is 20 minutes you've been watching. If you've been watching this long, I said this is my last thing. I love you. Okay, thank you for watching this. I'll talk to all y'all later. And peace out. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. 
currently I'm sitting in bed leisuring like any other person at 4am at my grandpa's house. In my last episode, I tried to explain a few things that are wrong with Rainbow Six Siege. Now that you know the problems, I'm going to tell you the basics of the game. Like the breaching combo that is used almost every round, or the frag meta that is used to side the lion, dokebi, and amaru rushes. But all this are just a light in the light of the water in the surface of Rainbow Six Siege. You must learn to be patient like a hunter, but the tolerance of a lion. In Rainbow Six Siege, you will die and die again until you get a kill, then you die. And eventually, you and your team's blast of excitement when you finally get your first clutch. But first, you will fail at clutches before you can make one. But you learn. You learn why that guy shoots you through that wall, or that guy that got an angle on you that you thought never that you never thought was possible. But you use those same tactics that you were like concerned by all you will conquer with. Rainbow Six Siege is about watching carefully, examining, and prosecuting yourself of your mistakes as well as watching your enemy's mistakes and learning from your enemy's success. To become a good player, you must know your, how your enemy thinks. The more you know how your enemy th- thinks, the more opportunity you have to deceive your enemy. For example, if my, I'm about to drone, I'm always going to throw my drone out, get off, then get right back on. The reason is that is that Players listen to sound cues of when you get on and off your drone. If they hear that you get on your drone, they're going to think you're defenseless, so they're going to rush out. But if you're off your drone, and you get off of it immediately, you already have your gun up and you're already aiming at their head, and they won't know what hit them. Have you ever been pre-fired through a wall? Yes, of course you have. We We all have. But do you want to know why? It's because that player has has had ex, uh, former experiences with that wall, or they know some common spot that people might be in, so they pre-fire those spots, hoping to get a kill. And it just happened to be that kill. It happens every round, and you do it too. Think about it. Do you ever pre-fire a window that you know is a popular spot for spawn peeking? Think of it that way. And these things are good to adapt to. Your teammates are the ones who win the game. There is no true best person on the team, because without them you would not win a game. Eventually, even if your teammates are going 0-4, they are still providing utilities. As long as the bad players are playing ops like Rook, Valkyrie, Thatcher, Jaeger, or Miria, they are still doing good and their utility can be the sole reason why you win a round. When your teammates die, they still have access to camps. Trust their callouts. And don't doubt when you die. Make sure before you give a callout that is 100% concrete. Another thing is, is that the most important part that I cannot stress enough is do not get toxic or be mad. You're gonna die and die again like I said. Instead, I tried and try, try to teach your teammates in a non-demanding way. Your teammates can help with strats. In every strat, you need about two or three teammates working together, at least. 
But though, for example, Thermite, Thatcher, and Montane Strat. This is where we break in a wall with Thermite and Thatcher and have Montane Turtle plant in the corner while you cover them. This is Strat works 70% of the time, which is a good rate for Strats, and it's something that you should always keep in mind. Your mental status is very important when you're playing. You need to have a good positive and good and positive attitude so your teammates have a healthy team. If you lose, it's fine. It doesn't really matter, to be completely honest. Drinks lot, drink a lot of water and make sure you are filled up on food. The basics of mid today are basically learn from your mistakes and mistakes of enemies and their success and your teammates' success and mistakes. Use your enemy's mind as a tool, trust your teammates, don't be toxic, and have a positive attitude, and stay healthy. That's all for today. I hope you all have a good night. Um, I'm probably going to upload a podcast tomorrow when I'm in the car on the way to the UP, but mm, I don't know. I'm going to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, so I'm not going to have service, so just hold just hold tight. I might write, write it all down on a piece of paper. But you all have a good day, and I'll catch you later. Peace.